All right, everybody, welcome to chapter 25 of Legion's Cast. Jeremy Gerard is here with me. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing well. Two episodes in a row. Look Two at that. Two episodes in a row, and I dare say it may be three, four, five, six. Who knows? Well, the the fans, they they like the combination. They like the the dynamic partnership of Lord Steven and LBC. And, you know, we got to give the fans what they are asking for. That's true. And, and, and I am extremely good with Jeremy's. <laughs> I, I have a couple Jeremy's and uh, I love them both. And, uh, you know, you put Steve with a Jeremy and magic happens. Magic. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, I'm excited today. We've got, uh, we've got some cool, We've got something really cool to talk about. Um, let's just get into the reveal that we got to see today. So we are, for those listening, I'm not sure when this is going to be uh, posted. We're recording this on Thursday night. So today was the big day. Um, early this morning, a, a bit of a teaser image dropped for the long-awaited cosmic legions a bit of a teaser whatever that is it looks big um my first instinct when i looked at that was that's troll size so i know the answers to these questions so i'm gonna have to you know very carefully say that you know i can't reveal certain information you know obviously all that has been revealed is that first teaser image, which credit where credit's due, the amazing photography of Trevor Williams' one six shooter, the incredible diorama work of Chris Pinkerton uh, from Crashbox Customs, and you know obviously Four Horsemen Studios with the figure that was at the center of that that image. Um, so I can only reveal so much, but. To your point, Stephen, you saw it as troll scale. Is that what you said? Immediately, that's where where my brain went, and I, I give that a lot to a lot of the credit I was going to mention to Trevor. I wasn't sure who did the the, the diorama, but um, now we know it's Crashbox. Um, the way that he shot it low, and it just looks like it's 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 so big that my first instinct was, "Is that thing's ginormous?" Um, after really studying the figure, I think it's I, my guess is it's ogre size. But the original shock of seeing that image when it first popped up is like they're, they're starting with a troll size was 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 uh, was what I, I, I immediately thought before my uh, my brain kind of kicked in and, and got to looking at that thing. Um, totally cool. The first thing that popped into my mind, which is strange, uh, was Rancor. And not because it looks like a Rancor, mm. it's more it's more due to the to the to the diorama. It looks like he's in a cell with a grate on top, and that's that's where the Rancor Rancor is kept. Yep. And so I thought, okay, this thing is the monster that's under the floor, <laughs> and um, and it had a, a you know, I mean, Star Wars is is as amazing in the as in in the thing is it's a science fiction movie, but or it's a science fiction property, but you know, you could have things that would fit right in with mythic legions and star Wars, almost uh, like a rancor. Absolutely. Um, we're going to, and we're going to talk about that. Yes. After 
that's part of our topic for tonight as well. Yeah, um, I mean, one cool thing I will say about Cosmic Legions is, you know, it's it's they've said right out of the gate that it's going to be compatible with Mythic Legions. So, you know, from a customized standpoint, from a compatibility standpoint, I've long been saying that, you know, I think Cosmic Legions is going to be such an incredible infusion of new parts and new ideas for customizers um, because of all this, these new pieces we're getting. But the other part that has been said before as well is while they're going to be compatible with Mythic Legions, there's also very likely going to be scales and figures and such that don't fit with Mythic Legions. Um, you know, the nature, and I remember Eric doing an interview a while back, specifically talking about like a really tall, lanky body shape, like like impossibly thin limbs, how that doesn't tend to work in high fantasy. And sure, you could make like a wacky demon or something. Um, but when you think about typical fantasy tropes, you don't think about something that's really, really tall, really thin limbs, really long fingers and stuff. From an alien perspective, from a science fiction perspective, that absolutely works. Um, so, you know, we see these photos and we can guess at these scales, but we also have to remember that we're assuming they are the scales we're already familiar with, 2.0, 1.0, Ogre, Troll, etc. Um, they could surprise us, and it could be something that we're totally not expecting and totally haven't even seen yet. Wouldn't it be crazy if we find out that that thing is actually like a, 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 a um, goblin size? Yeah. And it's just, oh. it's just the way that it was shot to make it look big? Yeah, little tiny guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremy... Yes. I know you saw this beforehand because of who you are. I mean, yep. you're kind of a big deal. And uh, so so what, what's your thoughts on, on this particular figure from what you see? I mean, I'm going to just give my opinions on the reveal itself. You know, it's yep. a it, – some of the comments I saw today, and the comments were overwhelmingly positive. I mean, people <laughs> – my phone was blowing up all day with people reaching out to me saying things like, you know, I had one person that was like, is this real? Is this legitimate? And I laughed and I'm like, oh, absolutely. This is legitimate. Um, I had someone say, you know, I thought that, you know, nothing was being revealed until November because a lot of people have assumed that, right? A lot of people had said, oh, Cosmic is going to be, at Legion's Con, that's going to be November. And that was never the plan, but nobody officially dispelled that rumor for this exact reason, because it's a lot of fun to surprise people, right? There are so few surprises left in this world that to be able to drop that this morning, and we, we had a very coordinated fashion where it hit Facebook and it hit Instagram and it hit the website all at the same time, um, for people to just stumble upon that and just be like in awe, like shocked, that I think was really powerful. And the nature of the photo itself, I saw some people talk about the staging of the photo, just the cinematic quality it created. Those are all absolutely awesome. Looking at the figure itself, what we can see in the photos, obviously it's like a scaled type body, looks kind of reptilian. 
Um, reptiles have been something that people have requested in mythic legions for quite some time. So immediately looking at that type of a character gets the uh, creative juices flowing and gets you excited, not to mention the fact that it's a four-armed character. Yeah. I heard a lot of people comparing it to like Goro and, you know, Kin is it Kintaro is the other one from Mortal Kombat. There are two different four-armed beastly type characters. Um, I heard a couple people saying like, oh, I'm happy I didn't buy the Storm Collectibles Kintaro because this is going to, you know, replace that for me. Yeah. Uh, did you happen to see any of those people who took the photograph into Photoshop and uh, played with it to try to find more detail? I did see that. There's a special place in hell for people like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, you, you kind of have to expect people are going to do that. It, it's a bummer. It's, it's a bummer because, you know, you roll it out and you're intentionally trying to obscure parts of it. So, so you can have that slow burn and you can reveal it fully. Build up suspense. But you have, I mean, come on, you know that people are going to do that. You know that people are going to mess with the, the levels in the photos to fully reveal it. So it's definitely not a surprise. It was a bummer, but it was definitely not a surprise. Well, I think that the thing is awesome. Uh, I think it's, I think it, it, it looked to me like it actually, and I, you can't see, I couldn't see the chest harness. Uh, that might be a little bit more techno. I can't tell. Um, but, uh, it looks like something that would fit right in with mythics, you sure. know, but it might have, when I see it's. You know, when when I see it in full detail, there may be a lot of stuff that, but, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> there may be a lot of stuff, like parts that you could pull off and swap around. We'll find so, out, you know, if that really is just on an ogre, ogre, uh, buck or an ogre like buck that has swappable, you could swap the bracers and you could swap things around. There could be a lot of options there, but like you said. There's no promises that that is the same scale as, as, yeah. as Ogre, so we will find out. Um, I think a couple of things are going to happen with this line, and we're going to have so much more to talk about as we go forward and things are actually revealed. Um, but I, I will tell you, even just today from the initial reaction, some of the things that I'm predicting are going to happen for Cosmic. I think a lot of people right now are going into it and they're saying, I really want to see how compatible it is with Mythic. I want to see if I can put these figures side by side with Mythics and kind of fudge them into, you know, the realm of Mythos. Um, I think there's going to be people that are like, well, I really want to see what the component parts are and how they are going to integrate with Mythic Legions. Um, I think that when everything is fully revealed, and I mean everything, figures, story, all of that, I think both of those things are still going to be relevant, but I think there's going to be a ton of people that are like, oh, wow, this is an amazing line on its own. Right now, we're so immersed in Mythic Legions that we're looking at Cosmic as how does it fit into what we already love? And I think what we're going to realize is we have a new love, that we can love more than one property, just like you. Lord Stephen mm -hmm. love more than one Jeremy. Right. Right. But 
one of the Jeremy's will always be my first. <laughs> I I am painfully aware of that. <laughs> no, I'm I... painfully aware that I'm the I'm the other Jeremy. <laughs> um, no, I, I really like what you're saying there, and and I I agree. You know, we we do do that. Our brains immediately go to how does this fit in? What's going to be swappable? What can we customize? What can we paint? What can we make fit with with mythics? Mm-hmm. But that being said, uh, I really hope this does stand on its own. I hope that when you look, when when I have these, and uh, I've got them on display, I hope that peop- your eye looks and goes, okay, those are mythic legions. These are cosmic legions, because you know they they, they I want them to have their own aesthetic. We are in love with mythic legions, but I'll tell you something else: most fans are in love with the Four Horsemen. We're in love with their work, and, and you know. Their aesthetic, their you know, obviously Treadway, he, he he's a master. He he gives up, he gives people what they want, and uh, you know that's what's going to be the 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 the, the connective mm-hmm. tissue here. But I really hope that that the the actual aesthetic is actually quite different. Yeah, abso- absolutely. I mean, based on what I've seen, your. <laughs> what you're looking for is going to be realized. Cosmic is very much its own thing. And they, and they've said that from the beginning, they said, this is not orcs in space. You know, this is not just, Hey, let's take the Urzok head or the Atlas head and pop it in a, you know, a space suit with a bubble helmet and, you know, rethink what would mythic legions be like if it was, imagined as a science fiction property versus a high fantasy and that's cool as hell don't get me wrong because i love like i you know like what marvel's doing with what if right now i enjoy that i enjoy that kind of alternate look at something we know and love and are very familiar with so if they had elected to do that and just been like hey let's retell the mythic legion story with totally different settings and with, you know, high-tech weaponry as opposed to swords and shields. I would have been all in on that and been excited. They're going in a very different route. This is very, very much its own thing. And it is, I think fans are going to love it. Based on what we've seen, based on the reaction to that teaser image, I think people are going to be very, very excited. And you know, one thing I can say right now, because on, again, this is Thursday night, so the reveal that teaser just came out. Um, by the time this actually gets posted, the next teaser, or at least next bit of information, should be revealed. And if you noticed on that image today, it had a date, and that date was um, September 10th, which is next Friday. So next Friday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern time, we're actually going to do a Cosmic Legions reveal special. Mm-hmm. So j- just like we did for the Lux uh, Legion Builders, where we all got on and we did a live broadcast right to um, the studio's YouTube page, we're going to do something similar for Cosmic Legions. So these teasers that you may be seeing will will culminate in you know that reveal special ah uh, nice that'll be a friday night friday night friday night i'm telling my wife no plans we're staying home 
I'm going to be parked in front of the computer checking out some Cosmic Legions. I can't believe I'm saying that. We've been talking about Cosmic Legions for so long. We've, we've They've been teased for, I think it started back in the 1970s when they started teasing Cosmic Legions. And 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 now we're we're like about a we're a week yeah. away. The um I can remember that first visit to the studio when I went for intern for a day. They had a bunch of stuff there and one of the things they had was a Cosmic Legions figure. And it looks nothing like where they are now. Eric has overhauled the idea many, many times over since that uh that event, you know, what four years ago now, three, four years ago. But, um, but that was, I mean, they were at that point, they had something to show. So they'd already done the sculpting and the prototype printing. So it was already that far along then. And it's taken all of this time for them to really hone it in, really refine it. Um, and, and not only thematically, but it had to be the right time because, one of the things I saw some people asking today, even though they've addressed this a number of times, is, is Cosmic Legions going to replace Mythic Legions? Are they abandoning Mythic Legions? Is this the new direction? And that is absolutely not the case. Um, you know, they are going to release more than one toy line. If you look at any toy company, they're kind of the aberration in the fact that they've only had one line they've been working on for these past six years. So this is going to be another line they're going to offer. Mythic is not going away. But that was a big part of them wanting to roll this out when they did is they wanted to make sure that Mythic was well established. They had a process for that, that, that things were well underway so they could divert some of their focus to Cosmic Legions without Mythic suffering at all. You know, that brings up a, a side tangent for me. Uh, you know, with, with, with Mythic, with your Mythic conversations that you do every Wednesday, uh, Legions cast has, has been, you know, we've got a handful of episodes and, and we're, we're continuing to get more regular, but, but we've been going for a while and we've had, we've had CB on and we've had, you know, we've talked to Treadaway and all this information is out there. The horsemen themselves are very good at communicating with the fans and letting them know these things. And these things have been said a lot of times that, no, you know, this isn't going to replace mythics. They're here. So why aren't people listening to any of this stuff? I mean, there's still, there's still people out there that just, they don't, they don't, they don't listen to any kind of entertainment or media that is out there around this. And and, and just, it's a shame because, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of great things that are said. I think it's a combination. I think that some of the questions come from people who are legitimately new to the line. And look, I've met some people that dive into the line and literally just gorge. They they gorge all of the available content. I mean, I've had people reach out to me and say, I've been just like binge watching mythic conversations for the last week and a half. Um, but not everyone does that. So there are a lot of new fans that don't go back and check that content out. So where Eric said this or where Cornboy said that, um, they, they never experienced it. They never got to that. 
Um, so I think that's part of it. I think that there are just genuinely some people that maybe that's not their thing, that they don't do podcasts. They don't want to sit around on a Wednesday night and watch YouTube. So, you know, the only information they get is if someone kind of recaps those highlights in like the cabal or something like that. I think there's a couple different reasons. Um, and then there are some people that are just lazy and it's easier to ask a question in the cabal than, you know, do a 30 second Google search. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but people, I, I guess I can't even yell at people for not listening, because if you're hearing me, you're listening. Yeah, exactly. You're talking to the wrong audience. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody, go find somebody who isn't listening and yell at them. There. Um, it's, it's it's funny. You say it in jest, but I think it's a valid point. You know, if you like this community, if you if you find enjoyment in it, um share those aspects of the community with others because to me i've been collecting toys for a very very long time i've never been as excited about toy lines or as you know immersed in toy lines as i am with legions and it's because of the community you know so i always tell people yeah you know give someone a mythic legions figure get them hooked but once they see what a great toy it is say okay not only is it a great toy, let me expose you to, you know, this incredible fandom and turn them on to, you know, Legion's cast, turn them on to Mythic Conversations or Mythic Mondays, um, you know, introduce them to obviously Source Horseman and the regular content that's published on that, invite them to the Cabal. These are all great ways that you can turn someone from, you know, a new fan who's just getting their first figure to one of the absolute, you know, mythic legions fanatics, like so many of us are. Yeah, is there anything else we need to talk about before we move on? No, I think, you know, everyone's going to be talking about the teaser, and there's so much more to come out. We've covered it quite a bit. Um, you're excited. I, I will ask one question of you, because this is, you know, we do this, we're trying to do this, like, bi-weekly, so by the time the reveal's happen we won't do another show probably before the actual reveals so before the reveals happen i'm curious from your perspective when you think of cosmic legions i know you just said you want it to be distinctly its own you want it to have its own identity um getting a little more specific there are so many areas of science fiction that could make an appearance in some way that could be an influence for cosmic legions are there any things you can share with the audience that you're really looking forward to or hoping for in the line yeah and uh, i mean i don't think i'm going to surprise anybody when i say that um i i i really want to see a little bit of masters of the universe in this yep. i want to see that 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 blend of uh of of technology and um and uh, I don't know what you want to call um, barbarian type thing. I'm not saying it needs to be the whole line. Maybe maybe a faction. Maybe you know maybe a certain race. Maybe a certain people from a certain planet. I think that would be a really cool thing to have in there. And I know that Eric is a huge Masters of the Universe fan, so I don't think that that's too far out of the the uh, believability to say that, that we could see something like that. But also. Um, I, I'm very partial to uh, the uh, 60s kind of uh, space uh, sci-fi look of things. 
and and I, I would like to see a lot of inspiration from that. Um, kind of a retro outfitted, more modern, you know, it would put, you know, the horsemen are great at doing stuff like that. And um, I think I'd like to see a little bit of that influence, a little bit of spaceman, a little bit of robots, a little bit of, you know, danger, Will Robinson kind of thing. Very cool. Very cool. um, By the look on your face, I can see I'm going to be severely disappointed. I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm just smiling. And he's he's, he's doing a very good job of poker facing it. I'm just saying that because I'm you people smiling. can't see him. I'm smiling because it's a fun conversation. Because it's just <laughs> it's it's so exciting. It's it's also exciting because we're at the ground floor again, Stephen. I know. It's the second time. Yeah, this is I like, know. Like we did this already. We know what happens. Like we know how this story goes. How we get in on the ground floor and how addictive it becomes. And despite how crushing that is going to be in financial ways, mm. I'm so excited. Oh yeah. It's so a, excited. We're, we're going to have a ball and it's going to be a, it's going to be a bigger group of people this time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's still going to be those people that are going to, they're going to find it two years from now and go, how do I get that forearmed figure? I know. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was forty five dollars or what? I have no idea what it's going to be, and now it's three hundred. You know. Yeah, I'm. It's going to be great. I'm. I will tell you that what I'm most excited for, and I've I've said this before. I don't know if I've said this. I I know I've said this to Eric privately. I don't know that I've said it on an interview with him publicly. We might have we might have said this when we talked on um, Mythic Legions a little while ago. Uh, but one of the things I'm really excited for with Cosmic is just the potential for such incredible variety. You know, when I think when I think fantasy I've always said that to me, high fantasy starts with Lord of the Rings. And everything else is like, okay, they kind of set the rule book and then I'm going to riff on that, those themes. I'm going to add my own stuff. I'm going to, you know, make it my own. But they established what high fantasy is. And when we talk about the influences of, like, Dungeons & Dragons and Game of Thrones and, you know, all it's, it is all influenced by what Lord of the Rings started. When I think science fiction, you know, you mentioned, you know, that era of, you know, the Spaceman and the Danger Will Robinson. Um there's so much. I, when I think of science fiction, one of the one of the kinds of science fictions that I love is like that super Judge Dread, scorched earth, like just gritty. Everything looks like it's old and worn. So I'm really hoping to see a universe that just is totally all over the place. Characters that are gritty and worn and dirty and, you know, mismatched armor and cybernetics and stuff um, alongside other parts of the universe that are sleek and shiny and new and super high tech being able to really, I, I think about having this conversation four years from now, right. And looking at a display of cosmic legions, that's what I want to see. I want to see, incredibly striking variety even more so than when we look at mythic legions and we look at a knight and a skeleton and a troll and a goblin that's variety in one way i think that cosmic has the potential to do all of that and so much more 
and I hope it does. And I have faith in, uh, I've got, you know, I mean, come on, we're, we're horseman fans. We know that they're going to deliver something we're all going to like. Yep. Absolutely. People might even complain about it, but they're still going to like it. So let's move on to the next topic. You want to, you want to go there? I certainly do. So I had a topic I wanted to talk about and it's ironically very much in line. It's a nice segue from what we've been talking about. You mentioned the Rancor earlier. We're talking science fiction a little bit. Um, Did you see the recent announcement from Hasbro from HasLab that they're going to be doing a black series Rancor? I did, and this may be my first purchase from HasLab. So, it's going to be huge, obviously. That's one of the great things about the uh, the HasLab releases, the Sentinel, Galactus, Unicron. They're gigantic, and that's the whole point behind HasLab is it's a crowdfunding thing. They're only going to make these insane, insane pieces if enough backers back it. But... Inevitably, they shared a teaser photo. It wasn't even of the toy. It was just of the Rancor himself. And they shared that. And immediately I saw in the Mythic Legion's Cabal people saying, can't wait to get this to put with my Mythics. Um, I've heard Travis talk about this many, many times. Can I can I display this, can display this with Mythic Legions? Is this Mythic Legions worthy? Um And it's a topic fudging other lines into Mythic Legions that I see lots of people talking about and lots of people doing. And I have some pretty definitive thoughts on it. So I wanted to just kind of cover that topic with you and and ask the listeners as well, you know, what their thoughts are on in terms of integrating other lines into Mythic Legions, whether they like it, whether they don't like it, whether they do it or not. How How about you, Stephen? I know you also have some opinions on that do you fudge non-mythic legions toy lines into mythic legions and just let's be clear i'm not talking about customizing i'm not talking about using fodder parts from other lines i'm talking about wholesale putting figures alongside your legions display i am trying to think of an example of me doing that in my current collection and i cannot so i don't I would like to say I do not do that. For a time, I had, um, uh, you familiar with the Masters of the Universe Classics Vicor figure? Yes. Okay, for a time, I had a Vicor figure with a, um, uh, the, the, the head that Gorgo has, but it wasn't Gorgo's. Yep. I had a Mythic Legion's head on him and some Mythic okay. Legion's weapons. And he was in there alongside, um, my, uh, Noble Bear, uh, shelf before the noble bear shelf was so populated it was before we you know it was only when we had a few we had a few less figures at that time and i wanted more barbarians um but as as the shelves has filled and we've got more noble bear stuff he quickly went away and that's no longer in there so that is the only example i can think of where i have fudged anything in there um i am very particular about the uh mythic legions aesthetic and uh, when, uh, people, I see people doing things all the time, and I'm not a fan of it. If you listen to me, if you're a longtime listener of My Wife is Going to Kill Me, you all know that I do not like uh, mixing shelves. Uh, I don't like putting different different uh, different toy lines on, on the same shelf. I, I, I like things separated and in their own little categories. Um, 
so you know i'm a probably a little bit more ocd than most about this but i know you well i know as far as part swapping you do a lot of that i do and it's funny you mentioned vicor because i did the exact opposite i took vicor's head and i put that on a barbarian builder body and it's because motu classics are the first ones that I really started using those heads with Mythic Legions customs because they, they were obviously sculpted by Four Horsemen Studios, so they felt like a sister line. But what I couldn't get over is Masters Classics has such a distinctive body buck that is so different than Mythic Legions. Not only articulation scheme, but just aesthetically it's so different that I never felt like they fit. The one that I had integrated for quite some time was actually Drago Man. And he's probably closer, but even that, the lines, just everything about it, it never felt like it fit. So the Vicor head, I thought was a great sculpture. And it looked good on one of those bodies, but the body itself just didn't work for me. So I have integrated lots of lines. I actually enjoy integrating crazy lines like Muppets and, you know, Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys. Using accessories from those in a way that it works with Mythic delights me. I think that's tons of fun. But actual figures integrating in, I agree with you. I've always really liked the Mythic Legion's aesthetic and I see people using, like, say, Storm Collectibles, like the Storm Collectibles, that big, crazy axe battler that came out, or the uh, the one that came with the dragon, you know? Yeah. Just aesthetically, the dragon was gorgeous. And the dragon, integrating the dragon, I thought worked better because we didn't have... We didn't have something equivalent in Mythic Legions to say, no, that shouldn't look like that because it should look like what we already have. Um, but like the human characters themselves, I just I look at the way and they look like great figures, if you know, from that property, if you're into that property. But I just never understood integrating them with the line for that reason, for the aesthetic reason. Um, and the other reason is what you just nailed as well. It's, it's space. I. I've had to sell off customs because I don't have enough room to display everything I have. Um, I quickly got to the point where I could not take up valuable shelf space with, uh, you know, a figure from another line that I didn't think really fit in just to, just to kind of fill in space. I don't have any space that needs to be filled in. Exactly. And like I've said before, I'm such a stickler, I don't even like my own customs alongside uh, regular Mythic Legions. I have uh, I have the main God's Fire figures, like the, yep. the, the Believer, Redeemer, those guys. I have yep. those on a shelf. Together. I don't ha together. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that's it. That's it. That's all I have. I have other people's customs, like I've said before. I have a couple of your customs. For some reason, other people's customs look like gold to me. Mine look like junk. Um, wow. That's just the way I, I see it. So, uh, and I think that's a common thing with people who their own stuff never looks as good to them as, as others. But anyways, not trying to talk about that. It's just the fact that that's, that's how much of a stickler I am. Now, I do have the Axe Battler and I do have that Dragon. 
I think it's awesome. And I have put, I actually put Raygor on it, on right. the dragon, and I put some pictures. I took some pictures of that, and it looked cool. But nope, the X Battler is on it, and he's on a different shelf than Mythic Legions. He just, yeah. it just doesn't work for me. I've seen people put Faustia on it, and the red in the Faustia costume looks really, really good with the dragon. Um, but that's the other thing. I see a lot. I see a lot of new Mythic Legions fans do this, where obviously when you first get into Mythic Legions, depending on when you jump in you're going to be limited in terms of which figures you can get in hand quickly, right? So if you're jumping in right now, right now, you're probably looking at All-Stars 3 and Aerithera figures. Those are probably the ones you're going to get. If you're, you're, you know, uh, good at it, if you're, you know, willing to invest the time, um, you might be able to pick up some older stuff from like Advent in the in-stock sale. You know, obviously those are got to get in there quick, but I, I mean, the, I look at the orders, there are hundreds of fans, including a lot of new fans that get stuff every time there's an in-stock sale. So that is a way as well, but there's a limited amount of things. So my point is you get a new fan and they get a couple mythics and they're immediately hooked and they're like, I need more. They need to feed that beast. And I get that their first reaction is what other figures can I get that look like mythic? So they go on big bad toy store and they're like, Oh, you know, storm collectibles. I can get that. That's going to look cool. This guy's going to work there. Um, I tend to caution them to show some restraint because there's so much mythic product that's either coming out through pre-order. That's going to be hitting. that's already done on pre-order that they're going to do in stock sales if you are patient and you save that money and you save that space, I think you will be happy for it later. Because my opinion is, unless you have unlimited funds and unlimited space, you're going to quickly in this line get to the point that you're like, I I need to make room. And all of these figures that I spent, I mean, Storm Collectibles are not inexpensive figures. No. They're going to say like, you know, I dropped some coin on that. And now I need to move it because I want to make room for, you know, the Alithia wave, or I want to make room for all these deluxe Legion builders. Yeah. Uh, I, I reorganized a long time. Uh, the, when, when I got in Aerithere, I reorganized my shelves and I purged um, a lot of stuff. And I currently have two empty shelves sitting there. <laughs> now, that's fine with me because I know what's coming. You know, so, you know, it's, it's, you'd rather be in that position and I'm, and I'm still nervous because I just know how this is going to blow up. Uh, well, it has blown up and it's going to continue to blow up. Um, space is an issue. Uh, there's no sense in putting a second rate figure. It's not a second rate figure. I shouldn't say that. It just, so, you know, everybody is taught, they talk, people talk about the big feet on mythic legions. Okay. Yeah, the feet are kind of big. I love them. It's part of the aesthetic. Huh? Me too. I take 1.0 feet and put them on goblins to make the feet even bigger. I'm like... Yeah, I love the big feet. I I, I love the big big heads. Yep. You know, they have big heads. They have big feet. They're, um, it's an aesthetic that they, that, that is dear to me now. And I, we try to maintain that. You know, I'm looking at, um, Arnold here. Yep. You know, this is the, uh. 
the shirtless Arnold from Super 7, classic sculpted horse. classic buck, sculpted by the horseman. Uh, this this figure's pretty fun. Um, I love this figure. That head would not work on a Mythic Legions. Nope. It's too small. Yep. Um, old Man Hawkeye. It doesn't work. I don't Every, care how many... Everybody has it. Tries it. Everyone does it. And uh, and and I I it's it's, it's every time I see it I, I I cringe. That was for you, Anthony. Um. So, but it's also true. Um. Yeah. So so yeah, definitely. Now, one thing there is one thing that I've often thought that if it wasn't so recognizable for what it is, I think it would really work but I can't get it out of my head of what it is. So therefore I don't do it. And that is Granamere. I feel like Granamere aesthetic wise looks like it could belong. The great, I'm talking about the masters universe classics. Well, I, know, I have it. I have yeah, it. I'm just for listeners. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, that isn't a, isn't a masters fan. Granamere is the big dragon that the, the horseman obviously did. Cause they did all the classic stuff. Uh, it's a big roto cast hollow uh, vinyl figure that you know has plug on arms and, and if you had the thing stood up i think it's it's over two feet tall i think if it was standing up but it doesn't stand very well so mostly it's always sitting sitting yeah yep and uh he's huge and i think granamere actually fits very well i have granamere and i wholeheartedly disagree <laughs> It is a gorgeous figure. I love it. I actually have it on a shelf in the corner. So the way that my my room is, you know, you've seen it on my show and stuff. I have all of the glass cases. Well, where one wall meets another, that space in the corner between them, I actually got some like corner shelves that you screw right into the wall because that's usable space. And I literally, I'm like, I got to use that space. So I drilled in these little like circular shells so I could put more things there. I have Granamere sitting on a shelf along with Dragoman, actually. Um, gorgeous figure. The fact that he's wearing that kind of like cartoony helmet. Helmet, yeah. That kind of blows it for me. And it's the paint job. The paint job is perfect for what it is, but aesthetically it doesn't work with Mythic because it's too, the colors are too blocky and too bold. The only, the only Mythics that look like that are the PowerCon exclusives, which are painted that way specifically so they kind of stand out and have more of that classic Masters feel. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And, and, and I, I would say that the, the helmet is probably uh, the biggest giveaway or the biggest the biggest problem. Um, I, when I look at my, my Mythic shelf, there's a lot of colors there. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I, I, I don't know if the color is, is that much of a problem for me. But, uh, but anyways, I always thought that... Granamere is really cool, and I actually think that the green one actually. Which one do you have? The red one. I have the red, have the red one. Yeah, I think the green ones actually fits better. Oh really? Yeah, I I got the red one originally. Um, I probably if I would have had my choice, I probably would have picked the red anyway. The red's more. The red's more. Well, that's the cartoon color, so yeah. it's just that's how I always saw Granamere. But 
So hmm. I will tell you the one, as I think about it, I do have a couple in my collection. I have many, many years ago, I got on clearance a character from a show called, I want to say it's called, it's on Netflix, I think, called Trolls. Yeah. Troll, Troll Hunters. Troll Hunters. Yeah. yeah, I've watched a few episodes. I've never seen it, but this was very early on in Mythic Regions. They did a really large troll character. I think it's the villain in the show. And I picked up one of those and I totally repainted it head to toe. It does not fit aesthetically with Mythic Legions very well, but it's in my case still only because I haven't replaced it yet. That one I have. And the other one, which I have that I do think fits is that classic swap that I've shown before of a Star Wars Black Series Gamorrean Guard, mm. where if you pull his head off, the resulting hole is a perfect fit for a 2.0 neck peg. And you put that 2.0 neck peg in, and then you put the goblin head that has the full face, the goblin mm. legion builder head that has the full face, you pop that head on. The gox head? And, yeah, the gonk style head. And it makes just like a burly kind of swole looking uh, goblin character. Those two are the ones I have. The Gamorrean I will definitely keep, but there's going to be a point probably soon that I'm going to need space and the troll's going to go. Interesting. We're kind of poo-pooing this whole thing. Yeah, and I don't... I'm poo-pooing it. I think <laughs> really, really largely, like I said, for those new collectors who... I, I've seen so many collectors that get into this and once they really pick up steam, they're like, I'm collecting nothing but legions these days. Cause this not only is it pricey for me to keep up, but I get joy out of these figures. And I, I feel the same way I get a new Marvel legends in and I haven't been buying many Marvel Legends these days, but I get one in, I open it up, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I put the weapons in, I put them on my shelf, and I never think of it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously Mythic Legions, I'm customizing, I'm playing with them. I routinely will go and pull them out of the case just to move them around and enjoy them as toys. Um, and I'm not unique in that. So I hear a lot of people doing that. I hear a lot of people that are going to get to the point that they're going to be exclusive legions collectors or even primarily legions collectors. And I'm trying to basically say, look, I've seen this happen before. I've learned this lesson. Don't, don't go deep trying to scratch that itch and feed that beast and buy a bunch of stuff that is inexpensive and accessible just to fill space now because you're going to want that space and that that budget later do you know how much crap travis has bought over the years yeah just because it's mythic legions adjacent right he thinks it is yeah and you know the dinosaur from it could be a dinosaur from from jurassic park yep. and oh you put a paint job on this and it's going to work great and i'm like but they're going to give us a dragon why yeah. wouldn't you want to have that space for the three foot tall dragon that they've talked about. I think we're going to see it someday. And when they do, I don't want to have to pull my Dilophosaurus off a shelf that was sitting there because uh, that I had painted and I paid uh, hobby lobby, you know, a hundred dollars to put a paint job on it and go, now what am I doing with this? Because I want to put the mythic legions dragons up. Yep. 
I exactly agree completely. I've done that with a Jurassic Park dragon. I turned one into a uh, like an ice dragon, and same thing. You know, I I bought that, and I bought a Lord of the Rings fell beast, which is a horrible figure, but it's got great wings, and I you know, repainted the wings and put the wings in the dragon and made a cool ice dragon thing that I'm not going to need. I'm absolutely going to need it. Full disclosure, though, I did forget about one thing that I did. What is that? I did before we had horses. Oh, yeah. I definitely used the spawn horses in my case. And then now that we have horses, those are gone. Yep. I, so... Spawn horses and Lord of the Rings horses. I never use the um, Lord of the Rings horse. Lord of the Rings horses are too small for 1.0, especially alongside the mythic horses. I still think the Lord of the Rings horses are usable with um, 2.0 figures. Oh. You put an el- like an elf character on it, I think it totally works. Or you know, one of the females, I think it totally works. Um, the spawn horses, I still actually have the. There were two that I remember everyone mm. using. There's the black and white one, and then there's like the fully armored Thunderhoof, I think the horse's name is. I do still have a Thunderhoof, um, and I will tell you, he's going to get replaced. I have him with my not War Duke custom. So he's kind of my fill in for. I mean, did you, did you ever play with the old LJN Dungeons and Dragons figures? I didn't. You nope. didn't have those? Okay. No, nope, didn't have them. So. You know who War Duke is, obviously. Yes, yep. Loved War Duke. I loved that toy as a kid. So doing my not War Duke, and I've seen some people that do super faithful recreations. Mine's nowhere near as faithful. Um, but another one of the figures in that toy line was a black horse that he rode called Nightmare. And um, Thunderhoof is my kind of fill-in for that horse right now that's going to get replaced with kind of a tweaked version of Olithia's horse Phobos once that wave gets released for sure. Nice. Oh, Phobos. Can't wait. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Which <laughs> that. Um, so I, I guess what I would say is, I mean, obviously these are our opinions, but that's, I mean, we get to do that, right? That's what this is all about is giving our opinions. Um, I don't get, I don't get the the whole mythic legions adjacent thing. I partially because the line has given us so much variety and we have to expect we're going to get so much more that I don't think we necessarily need mythic legions adjacent pieces right now. Um, I think customs are great. You want to get custom parts. You want to put them on your, your legions, create new characters. I think that's wonderful. You want to take fodder pieces from other lines and integrate them. I think that's wonderful as well. You know, I've always said that as long as the figures have a strong component of Mythic Legion's parts, I think you can make it so they really, really blend well. Um, But when you are using wholesale other toy lines that on their own are awesome toys and awesome toy lines, not knocking the toys themselves, I'm just knocking, putting them alongside Legion's in the exact same display. Yeah. So take that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. uh, You want to do it? They're your toys. You play with them how you want. That's just what we say. That is it. That is it. So uh, there are going to be plenty of people that buy that Rancor 
and say, you know what, I'm going to display this with my legions. And it's, you know what, it's going to be an awesome figure. I'm sure it'll look super, super cool. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think it's going to be very, very cool. Um, so you said you think that's going to possibly be the first one you get now. So, I mean, so let me ask the question. Are you going to get it to put with a Star Wars Black Series display, or are you going to get it to put with your Legions? Well, it won't be with my Legions, no. Uh, I'll, find, I'll find a place for it, and I'll probably have it um, holding a Gamorrean guard about ready to eat it, and maybe have a, a Luke uh, standing by it or something, like he's 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 going head-to-head with it or something. I'll find a place to put it. It might even end up in my office at work. Um, and then, uh, and that'll be it. So... Just because I okay, so Return of the Jedi is the first movie I ever saw as a kid in a theater. It's my first Star Wars movie I ever saw. Uh, I saw them backwards. I saw Return of the Jedi first, and then Empire, and then the first one. And so that movie, and particularly that scene, I was I was enamored with the Rancor as a kid. Okay. So this particular character, and you know, the size of it is pretty on. Uh, it's it's irresistible to me to have fair enough fair enough i'm i'm anxious to see what it looks like i it is unlikely i will buy one for myself because of that space issue um i do have for instance a sentinel coming Mm. and i'm looking at my marvel 11 my marvel legends shelf and i'm very i'm very realistically thinking that it's probably got about another year before I have to get rid of it, just because it's a lot of space. It's a pretty big display of them, and that's going to be prime real estate for some new stuff. Sure the heck is. Yeah. Anything else going on? Anything else that you want to uh, you want to kind of scratch the surface of? No, I don't think so. I think we've got a good a good little little show here. I think um, so too. We can tease. Our next show. Well, you're going to say that, but the next time we talk is probably going to be post Cosmic Legions reveal. Oh yeah, so we're going to have to be talking. Yeah, well, hmm. well, why don't you why don't you tease the other mythic topic that we were toying around with that we're going to we're going to cover in the near future? Yeah, in the near future, I, I, I put together a list. Um, an outline, if you will, and it is complete. It is completely, I, I took a lot of time. I went through all the bios and I put this together. No mistakes. I, I took, I, I, I pulled out all the stops and I, I made a list of all the uh, leaders, the leaders of mythos. Anybody, and I, I excluded the gods like Erethir and, you know, those, those type characters. But I, but as far as they were like, you know, a living mortal being and they're in charge of something uh we got a list of them and we're going to we're going to explore do kind of a character study on these these archetypes that are leading everywhere i sent it to jeremy jeremy what'd you think of my list well you're jokingly saying that it was super complete because you sent it to me and i looked at it and the first thing i did was i counted the factions and you sent me eight factions so my first thought was, oh, he's only doing the four good and the four evil. He's ignoring the two splinter factions. And then I notice that 
Red, you know, Sons of the Red Star and House of the Noble Bear, the two splinter factions are indeed on there. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm looking, I'm like, is there a second page that I'm like missing? So I wrote back to you and said, Stephen, this is great, but you forgot two factions. You actually forgot Xylona's flock and the, you know, congr- uh, the convocation of Basilia. And you were like, what? Who who leads the, the, the congregation of Basilia? So it was a very nice list. It was well put together and it was a solid, a solid 80% effort. So a solid B for you there, Lord Stephen. Well, you know, I, I did look at those, but, and I kind of skimmed them the, the, and I, I didn't see a clear leader. So I thought, well, maybe we, they haven't released the leaders for whoa, these whoa, whoa, yet. Wait. You didn't see a clear leader in Xylona's flock. Well, that's the deer lady, right? But she's a god. Artemis Silvercord. Yeah, but she's just in training, isn't she? No! They've released two versions of her. She literally wields the Silvercord bow, which is one of the one of the, the you know weapons of power that came from those great beasts. I must have missed that. <laughs> so she is there are two versions of her and you know, there's been a lot of speculation because the first one referred to her as a queen and the second one was a princess and people are like, Oh, is this a different moment in time? That's never been detailed. But what is clear is that she is absolutely the leader of Xylona's flock. Okay. So then what other faction did I miss? Basilia. Well, there's no leader there. Hera Serpentspire who is wielding another one of the weapons of power, the Serpent's Buyer. Oh. Well, you know, the the, the good news is, is we're not going to get into this too deep today. Yeah, but by the time we do, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready. We'll have it all fixed up. And, you know, Stephen, that's why we're a team. <laughs> that's why we're a team, you know, because that's what teams do. You know, teams are only as strong as their weakest player. So teams have to help each other up. So, Stephen, I am here for you. I will be your Jeremy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Because I'm gonna need I'm gonna need it. Because I'm a, I'm I'm quite a I'm quite a scatterbrain. I will say, Stephen, Travis. Travis says I'm his blonde fl- blonde friend, and as you can see, I do not have any blonde hair. Have you noticed that the level of flirting has gone up significantly on Legion's cast since I joined? Well, yeah. Have you seen Travis and Pete? They're not easy on the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So. All right, folks. Uh, Thanks for coming along with us on uh, another journey for chapter 25 of legions cast uh, i think we're going to settle into a bi-weekly schedule here that's the plan we're going to be back next time we be back like jeremy said we're going to be we're going to be breaking down cosmic legions uh the show is called legions cast that's for a reason not just mythic it's going to be cosmics corporate legions whatever they come up with and uh we're, we're going to do it all so hang tight and until then we will see you around the land of mythos.